This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another guy who is as good as advertised is one of our favorites, Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider, Senior Reporter. Pat, it is great to see you, sir. How are you? I am fine. Thank you to the two of you for having me in on this Tuesday evening. I appreciate it. Always great having you, Pat. I want to know, what, was your phone just blowing up this morning when Saudi Arabia was uh, <laughs> yes. was beating Argentina? Because it was obviously the game started 2 o'clock your time. I'm sure you were uh, asleep. Yeah. And then, yep. I mean, uh, Saudi Arabia was 18-1 to at the start of that game. They Then they were like 125-1 to when Argentina mm-hmm. went mm-hmm. up one nothing early. So... Did the books really do good on that game? I'm sure there were a ton of Argentina money line parlays with France yep. throughout the yep. day. Or or did they take a little bit of a beating because of how heavy the money line price was with Saudi Arabia? No, they, they didn't take a beating at all. <laughs> the bookmakers did just fine in that result. They were very happy with it. Anything that was parlayed was running to the Argentina. There were there was also I talked to Scott Shelton late last night with and again, yes, I was totally asleep. <laughs> I woke up at seven o'clock Pacific and my phone was rattled with messages. Hey, we need some information on this. And I was just like, I can't even believe this happened while I slept. Um so yeah, I was definitely uh definitely very caught off guard by that at seven o'clock Pacific this morning, which was probably Boy, three hours after the game ended, honestly, I uh, just did not see that one coming from, you know, at all. But uh, but yeah, the bookmakers did good at that. And one thing that Scott Shelton here at BetMGM in Nevada told me, BetMGM in Vegas told me late last night, he's, first off, Argentina was still taking plenty of money despite the very heavy price. I think they were like minus 700, minus 750, something like that. But he said what betters were also really jumping on was Argentina minus two on the goal line. Um, you know, the game to have over three goals, um, you know, they were taking other basically derivatives of an Argentina big victory and they did not get that. So that obviously fell the odds makers way as well. And then this morning, as soon as I rolled out of bed, like I said, this was all blowing up on my phone. So I immediately reached out to Seamus McGee, uh, who's a sports trader for BetMGM and he is a soccer nut, a big soccer aficionado. He knows his soccer history. He knows like the you know the 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 players you know the last player on the roster of every team in the world cup he probably knows the stats for that player he's really into it um and he said to me it is the biggest upset in the history of the tournament calamitous start for argentina so he he didn't mince his words at all there on just how big an upset this is and his boss uh jason scott said the same thing uh as big an upset as you will ever see but one thing Jason pointed out, while it was good for the book, it could have been a lot better. But this happened in the middle of the night for a lot of us. He yeah, said it's true. it was too early in the day. Unfortunately for the book, it was too early in the day to be meaningful in terms of handle. I wish it was the third game of the day. Everything would have been rolling into that. So while it was a, uh, a pretty good win for the book, it would have been much more so if this was uh, not played at 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. East Coast. And, and there, there was an opportunity for some more churn on that game. Does the American gambling public right now 
still believe in the American soccer team after hmm. it looked like for all the world, not only were they going to win that game, but it looked like they could mm-hmm. run away with it. And then ultimately it ended up being a draw. I'm not going to say a long shot of them actually winning the cup because that's not going to happen. But what's the confidence of mm-hmm. the betters of them getting out of the group? I think there's still some confidence there. The U.S. looked pretty good much of the game. But to your point, Sean, they should have had they should have got more than one goal. I mean, they had opportunities there to potential you know to make that much more difficult on Wales and failed to do so and then it just come you know it comes down to an official's call which was I get I'm not saying that was a bad call at all. I mean the guy got hammered in the box you're gonna get the plenty that you're gonna get the penalty kick there. No question. So um I, I think uh you know pre-tournament I think people were you know a lot of people are just like you said they're betting them in the futures because they're doing their patriotic duty I think um I didn't I didn't do anything like that but but I think the U.S. is a li- obviously as much a liability as it is to, to win it all, which, again, we don't think is going to happen. I'm sure there's some liability there for multiple books, multiple books, including BetMGM, for them to just get out of the group, to make it to the round of 16. And at least they got a point yesterday, which is going to help them to a degree, but not nearly as much as it would have helped them if they'd gotten three points. If they'd gotten three points, then you're just looking at you can lose to England, you can beat Iran, and you're in. Yep. That's it. Now you might have to actually draw with England at least and beat Iran to get in. Um, it makes it makes the path much more challenging. Um, you know, we'll we'll have to see. It doesn't. They don't have to go. Uh, you know, draw win uh, in order to get through. But it's pretty likely they're going to have to play it like it has to be draw win because of uh, you know settling for that sister kisser with Wales. Yeah, that that's a good point. It, uh, it big showdown on Friday with England. That's for sure. Oh man, huge, huge game. Pat, want to go to the NFL with you? We obviously mm-hmm. have the Thanksgiving slate this weekend. We just saw Dallas actually jump up to nine and a half against the Giants. Wow. Do you think there's any way this thing goes up to ten by kickoff? I feel like it will. If it's already nine and a half, look, it's the and the, and here's the reason why. Not necessarily that that it will, but the reason I think it it may. It's the middle game, so it's a little bit later in the day. This game hasn't been touched nearly as much as it's going to be touched as Thursday goes along. Uh, as I've told you and all your peers uh, over the months at uh, on this show each Tuesday night, you know the bulk of the tickets and money come in on game day, and the bulk of the bulk comes in just prior to kickoff, an hour or two before kickoff. So this thing is going to get bet, I think, really well. And the fact that it's already sitting at nine and a half, uh, you know, leads me to believe that there's a chance this gets to 10 because I don't think the public is going to be on the Giants off that loss, home loss to Detroit. And again, let's keep in mind that the, the Giants were only, I think they were only three, three and a half point favorites. So it wasn't like a monumental upset, but still they didn't look good. And the Cowboys looked awesome Mm -hmm. last week or Minnesota looked really bad or maybe some combination of the two. But what I will say though, uh, PJ is that I'm looking with one odds maker right now updates every 10 minutes on the odds and on the spread, while it is nine and a half, as you pointed out, 59% of bets and 54% of money early again. So probably not a lot of money in the pot. People are just beginning to think about this game. Um, 59% of bets, 54% of money on the giants. So what I think that's, you know, probably telling you is that, uh, you know, A, the public isn't quite on the Cowboys just yet, but if that number's going up, then the sharp guys must be giving it a shove somewhere. Mm -hmm. 
Pat, Pat staying in the NFC, just kind of if you've got your uh, magic eight ball out looking forward. Last time I checked, somebody has to represent that conference in the Super Bowl as the season goes <laughs> along. Last they couple do? of weeks, I'm like, eh, maybe it's not going to be Philly. And then I'm like, oh, maybe it's not going to be Minnesota. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. jumping off more teams than I'm jumping on. So convince me of who it's going to ultimately end up being from the NFC. Well, I think who, you know, as you, as you, if you do like power ratings and so forth, and I saw a lot of back and forth on this today from some really smart guys, some odds maker type guys, and a couple of uh, sharp, better guys going back and forth about this on Twitter, not arguing. They were actually agreeing with each other. And there's one pretty smart guy who, who very sharp, better Rufus Peabody. And I think it was his ratings where they actually have in, in their power ratings, the, the I think it's the, the, the Peabody Massey rankings. They've got the Niners number two now. So even though the Niners have, it's not like they're way over 500 or anything, but, you know, they're getting more, McCaffrey's getting more comfortable there. Uh, They, you know, they pretty much rolled last night in Mexico City. That's the team that I think is the one that people think is going to, has the best chance to represent the NFC at this point, even though Minnesota's got the better record. Uh, at eight and two, and the Eagles obviously have the better better record. Fine, you know, only you know with, with just one loss on the docket, nine and one probably should be eight and two. I had Colts money line last week. That was that did not make me yeah. happy, but uh, that's how that goes. That's why it's betting and not winning. Um, I, I think that uh, you know a lot a lot of the smarter folks seem to think the 49ers are that team. Now, look what that means if you don't want to be talked off of those teams, Sean, is sit tight because I think the odds are going to start maybe reflecting that a little bit more if the Niners can keep it going. And if you like the Eagles, well, hopefully you'll start seeing a little bit better number creep in on the Eagles uh, or the Vikings. I think you'll certainly see better numbers creep in on the Vikings. Boy, they just got rocked last week. They sure did, Pat. Uh, I want to talk to you about Ohio State-Michigan, right? I mean, that's probably the game of college football. This line is at 7.5. I'm just interested, you know, if does this line move, do you think, based on like Corum's availability? He's probably going to play just because it's Michigan and Ohio State, but he's not going to be at full strength. This opened at eight, eight and a half. It's gone down to seven and a half. Do you see this going to seven at all? Or do you think this stays at seven and a half and maybe even goes back up to eight later in the week? Boy, it's a really good question. I think feel like the public is going to be on Ohio State here more so. They're both very public teams, PJ. So they're both going to there's going to be a ton of a ton of money on this game. Again, another unfortunate element of this game. It's not nearly like the soccer game overnight with Saudi Arabia and Argentina, but this being a nine o'clock kick on the West Coast and a, and a noon kick on on uh, on the East Coast is really unfortunate. If this game was later in the day, my God, the handle on this game would be off the charts because they are both very much public teams but i just feel like the public is probably going to more back ohio state i will say uh with the odds maker that i start my week off with every monday and talking about the next week's games um he did say that it was a mix of sharp and public play on michigan early in the week that took them from eight down to seven and a half as you alluded to i don't know if it gets to seven i just my my gut kind of tells me that you know that there's there's going to be some comeback on Ohio State that that could potentially be significant. I'm going to check with another odds maker right now that has kind of more updated, um, you know, more updated on where they're uh, exactly where they're at on this game. Hey, and, real quick, Pat, while you're chewing on that, sure. hey, have sure. they? Why don't they? 
I know that money makes the world go around. My dad taught me that a long, long time ago when I was little. <laughs> Have they moved games because of what you're talking about? Like, I understand that's a lot of tickets and a lot of prime time. You know, you got to change a lot of stuff. But because you could get so much more action on it, you would think that they'd say, screw that 11 a.m. I'm in the central time zone, 11 a.m. kickoff. Sure. Uh -huh. Let's get this in prime time to get literally twice the amount of money on it. Oh my gosh! You you think that networks would think that way? Not from the bet, you know. We we they're not going to think from the betting standpoint, but they will think from the advertising and revenue dollars and eyeballs Absolutely. on screens and so forth. Like, kind of like the way that the NFL flexes. Finally, thank God they started flexing in games. So we got Chargers Chiefs this past Sunday night instead of Bengals Steelers. Um, although Bengals Steelers kind of ended up being an interesting game, but not nearly as good as that Chargers Chiefs game. That was yeah. phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So it would be nice if they could do that. I don't think college has got quite that flexibility. And and Fox has the contract for this game, and it's their big noon on Fox game. So, you know, not going to happen. But I will say, uh, you know, in, in looking over some more recent numbers on this, PJ, pretty much up to the date, up to the last 10 minutes or so, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the lean, it's got, I think these two teams are flipped, but the lean at, at one odds maker seems to be, uh, toward Michigan on this as well. Not a huge lean, but a lean toward Michigan early in the week. And again, that may be indicative of why that line's come down a half a point or maybe even a point somewhere, depending on uh, on where they open.